Welcome to Wonderland, the podcast where I go down the rabbit hole to research things you may be curious about. My name is Ami, and I'll be your guide on this trip to Wonderland. Hi, and thanks for joining me today. It's a time of year favored by many Americans for a lot of reasons, one of which is definitely football season. We love football in my house. I'm a Bears gal. And my husband is a Packers fan. And my son has inexplicably picked the Eagles as his team. And despite my love for the Bears, I find myself secretly cheering on players from many other teams since I play a little thing called fantasy football each fall. As I sat here working on my draft picks for the new season, I began to wonder. I 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 wonder. For this trip down the rabbit hole, we're going to talk about the origins of fantasy football. But as is always the case, before we get there, we've got to talk a little more broadly about football in general. What is gridiron football? Uh, two teams are defending end zones that the other, uh, so opposite team is trying to advance the ball down the play uh, in segments of downs, four downs. Ooh, um, so foot, wow, um, football is the strategy in moving the strategy in uh, playmaking to get to someone else's territory. Just for American football? Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. Um, <laughs> I mean, basically, you just have the two teams going back and forth with the football trying to score points. It is a uh, game of uh, ground acquisition played with a pigskin where two teams face each other. And it can go until 15 minutes a quarter, so an hour. Grown men, 11 grown men against 11 other grown men on a field trying to get the ball to the end zone to get points. Gridiron, or American football, or just football to us Americans, is a team sport played by two teams of 11 players on a rectangular field with goalposts on either end. The game is played with an oblong oval-shaped ball called a football, and each team attempts to get the ball into the opposing team's end zone to score points. The game is divided up into four 15-minute quarters, and the team with most points when time runs out is the winner. The game itself evolved from a sort of blend of soccer and rugby at the collegiate level, and has blossomed into the most popular sport in the United States in terms of broadcast viewership. The National Football League, or NFL, is the most popular American professional football league and has the highest average attendance of any sports league in the world. It has an annual revenue of around $15 billion which also makes it the most valuable sports league in the world. So when did this path to dominance start? When was the first football game played? 1928. 1920. In the early 1900s, roughly 1936-ish. 1910? Oh, late 1800s, early 1900s. Harvard was the first to play college football. I know that. Ivy League. Might not have been Harvard. 
By most accounts, the game considered to be the first American football game was played on November 6, 1869, between two college teams, Rutgers and Princeton. That game had 25 players on the field and used a round ball that could not be picked up or carried, but could be kicked or batted with the hands, feet, or head in an attempt to advance to the opponent's goal. Rutgers won the initial game 6-4. Collegiate teams continued to play the game for several years, and the matches used the rules for whatever the host school was until 1873, when representatives from Yale, Columbia, Princeton, and Rutgers met to standardize the rules. Even with that, different variations continued to be played with the rules being tweaked slightly more until they look a little more like they are today. Instrumental in the rule changes that created the 11-man team, the snap, first downs, was a man called the father of American football, Yale player Walter Camp. Camp's rules helped to make the game of football a bit less violent, but even still, the game sometimes resulted in serious injury or death. In 1905, there were 19 fatalities from playing the sport, and President Theodore Roosevelt threatened to abolish the game altogether unless major changes were made. The result was 62 colleges and universities meeting to discuss rule changes and forming the Intercollegiate Athletic Association of the United States, later called the National Collegiate Athletic Association, NCAA. Among the rule changes were the legal forward pass, a shorter 100-yard field, reduction of game time from 70 minutes to 60, increasing the first down from 5 yards to 10, and as well as giving four attempts instead of three, introduction of the neutral zone, and a roughing the passer penalty. These rule changes seemed to be enough to keep the game from being abolished, and the sport continued to grow to the point where professional leagues were formed. The first recorded instance of someone being paid to play was on November 12, 1892, when Pudge Heffelfinger was paid $500, the equivalent to about $16,500 today, to play for Allegheny Athletic Association in a match against Pittsburgh Athletic Club. After that, professional play became more and more common and salaries rose, player movement became unpredictable, and illegal payment to college players became an issue. Then, in 1920, the American Professional Football Association, later renamed to the National Football League, was formed to solve these problems. And by 1922, they had established themselves as America's premier professional football league. What were some of the earliest professional football teams? Uh... The earliest team I'd probably go with Detroit Lions. The earliest mm -hmm. would be the Packers and the Chiefs. I know they were in the very first Super Bowl. Packers. And well, I know the Bears and Packers have paid for 100 years, so I'll go with Bears and Packers. <laughs> I actually think the Bears are before the Packers. I think they are, too. They, that's why they had more wins until this last season. Yeah, Not because I, they were the better no, team. I think so, too, because I know they longer. had the 100 things. I know, yeah. but I, I could be, yeah. Oh, boy. Green Bay, I think, was there from the start. Okay, so there's, you got those northern teams who played it first. And that's pretty much all I know. I know that Ohio had a bunch of football teams. So there was Akron and Dayton, um, Canton. Uh, that's where the Hall of Fame is. Uh, I believe that there were some teams in Illinois as well. As I said, professional play started cropping up as far back as the late 1800s. But when the APFA was formed in 1920, the first meeting was held between four Ohio League teams. The Akron Pros, the Canton Bulldogs, the Cleveland Indians, and the Dayton Triangles. The first APFA game was played on September 26, 1920, between the Rock Island Independents of Illinois, who defeated the St. Paul Ideals, a team outside of the league, 48-0. to 
A week later, Dayton beat Columbia 14-0 in the first game between two teams from the APFA. While these teams from Ohio were the first meeting, my fantasy league teammates weren't far off with their guesses. The only two remaining charter teams from the APFA are the Chicago Bears and Arizona Cardinals. The Packers were founded in 1919, but didn't join the NFL until 1921 and is the third oldest team still in the NFL. The Lions were an independent team that was formed in 1929 and joined the NFL in 1930. And since it came up, the Packers and the Kansas City Chiefs were, in fact, the teams in the first Super Bowl. But that game wasn't played until much later, in 1967. The league continued to grow, but not uncontested. In the 1930s and 40s, there were at least three other rival leagues. The NFL continued to dominate, and in the 1960s, a fourth league emerged, the American Football League, AFL. The NFL and AFL merged in 1966 to take full effect in 1970, with two conferences therein. The National Football Conference, consisting of most of the pre-merger teams from the NFL, and the American Football Conference, consisting of all of the AFL teams, as well as three pre-merger NFL teams. Today, there are 32 teams in the NFL, 16 in the NFC, 16 in the AFC. And it was around that time that the concept for fantasy football was born. So what is fantasy football? All right, so fantasy football is when you, with a group of hopefully friends, you you have drafted all of your players, so you pick players that play for different teams, and you form a team based off of those players, including a defense, and you hope that those players exceed in their games and net you points to beat your opposing player, who is also the, the opposing team, it's also made up of other players from multiple different teams. Fantasy football is uh, having a set uh, players that make up your team, and then through the course of a given week, based on how that player performs, you get points, and you play either uh, collectively against uh, a group or you play uh, against uh, another individual that is in your league. Ooh, fantasy football is... It's using a particular strategy to figure out week by week how to have the best team statistically. Fantasy football is you drafting your perfect team made up of each position from every other NFL team to get their points against another team that someone else has built against each other each week to see who does the best. Fantasy football is when you select certain players uh, that you would want to be on your team, and then you are kind of the virtual coach um, to try and have the best players to get the most points. Fantasy football is a game in which the participants serve as owners and general managers of a virtual American football team. The competitors in a league hold a draft in order to pick players for their teams, and fantasy points are awarded each week based on the performance of those players. Competitors in a league face off against a different competitor each week. Wins and losses, as well as points, are kept throughout the season with a final winner being determined after playoff games and a championship game mirroring actual football play. And while the sport of football has been around for over a century, fantasy football wasn't developed until much later. When and where do you think the first fantasy football league originated? I'd say late 1990s and Vegas. Um, I'm going to say early 90s and... I would guess somewhere 
New York? Oh, um, wind would probably be the mid-90s. Where? I have no idea. Ooh, probably in the 90s, early 90s. In a bar in, gosh, 1980? Fantasy football probably started in the 70s. We can thank Wilfred Bill Winkenbach, a California businessman and limited Oakland Raiders partner, for dreaming up fantasy football during a 1962 Raiders cross-country trip. Winkenbach, along with the Raiders' public relations employee Bill Tunnell and Oakland Tribune reporter Gotti Sterling, invented the rules of a game that would eventually become fantasy football. The trio called the league the Greater Oakland Professional Picks and Prognosticators League, G-O-P-P-P-L, and held their first draft in August 1963 at Winkenbach's home. The original league had eight members, and their rosters consisted of two quarterbacks, four halfbacks, two fullbacks, four wide receivers or tight ends, two return specialists, two kickers, two defensive backs or linebackers, and two defensive linemen. Initially, the scoring system rewarded 25 points for a touchdown pass, rush, or reception, 25 for a field goal, 10 for an extra point, and 200 for a kickoff, punt, or interception that was returned for a touchdown. As of 2015, the GOPPPL was still active and maintained its original scoring system. For everyone else, as the game spread from Winkenbach's home to bars across America, the rules, team sizes, and scoring system also changed. The game grew in popularity and began to spread to the masses, eventually finding its way online. I would guess fantasy football probably went online in the mid-2000s. So, 2005 or later? That's a hard one. <laughs> Actually, I'm going to say that was the 1990s. Uh, that would have been roughly early 2000s. Probably late 90s. Okay, I should know that because I did the fantasy football paper version. I would say, calculating, 1999? Believe it or not, the Grandstand Sports Service launched the first nationally available fantasy football leagues online through Q-Link, later America Online, in 1985. Although there were certainly people playing through Q-Link, it was CBS in 1997 who really launched America into the online fantasy football frenzy. Shortly after CBS rolled out their site, Yahoo offered the first free fantasy football competition online giving it a massive advantage over its competitors. Uh, I know when I first started playing, that was just on NFL.com. CBS. Either ESPN or Yahoo. Yahoo? Yahoo. In 2010, the NFL launched their own official game. The massive online presence has fueled both fantasy football industry and the NFL itself. Fantasy football is wildly popular with an estimated 20% of American adults participating in a league. The demographics therein are 81% male, 50% between the ages of 18 and 34, 67% employed full-time, 47% making more than $75,000 annually. Additionally, almost 90% of all players are white, and around half are unmarried. My fantasy league, Western Philosophy on Grass, has been playing for around six years, and this year consists of 10 players, six males and four females. Most are above the age of 35, but all are less than 45. Most of the team is married, with at least one husband-wife pair competing against each other. It's all in good fun. One of the fun parts of fantasy football is choosing your team's name. What is your fantasy team name? Cleveland's number two fan. I think it'd be really fun to see the Browns make it to the Super Bowl. Because also I imagine that there are other fans out there that are bigger Cleveland fans than me because I'm not really a Cleveland fan. 
So I'm Cleveland's number two fan. Uh, Orange Crush, and because I am a big Denver Bronco fan. Shadow Moses, I named it. It sounds cool, and I named it after Metal Gear Solid's island that's called Shadow Moses. Lamborghinis, because I am a Packer fan. So mine is called The Chosen Ones. And I don't know, that's just always been my name for every league I've played in. I actually think yours is Brandon's best team. On this one, I haven't updated because I just downloaded the app today. And I was, I, as we did the draft, I was looking, I'm like, I never did my team, but every fantasy league I play, that's because I don't want, I got to change it before the uh, season starts because that's always my good luck, just leaving it as that. So I've always had that every year. We play on Yahoo, and Yahoo automatically assigns a generic name, such as Bob's Brilliant Team, if a custom name is not designated. But I do love seeing the names of teams in my league, and in other leagues. It's also fairly common for someone to play in a league every year. How many seasons have you played fantasy football? I've played for, say, five. Five, I think, total. Maybe six. Um... Better than 10? Uh, 19? A lot. Not as many as Kim, though. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Embarrassingly, 30 years? Additionally, it's not unusual to find someone who plays in multiple leagues. How many leagues are you in this year? One. Just one. One. Always one. Two. Three. And even if you lose every year, so many players come back year after year to try again. How many times have you won in your league? I have not. I've come in runner-up once. <laughs> <laughs> this feels bitter me asking you that specific question. One time. Hey! Once. <laughs> I have won our league one time. Uh, gosh, I think just once. I have no idea. Probably six or seven. Fantasy football has had a pretty big impact on viewership for the NFL, with fantasy owners rooting for more than just a single team, as they hope for all of their players to do well. The NFL found in a 2019 study that folks who played fantasy football were more than twice as likely to follow the NFL very closely or somewhat closely than those who do not. Nearly one in four fantasy players stated that the primary reason they watched games was to keep up with their fantasy team. Additionally, fantasy players are also slightly more likely to attend more in-person games than those who don't play. In 2011, the NFL directed teams to start showing fantasy statistics during games on the video board. Who was your first round draft pick? Tyreek Hill. I chose Tyreek Hill because the other players that I chose had already been drafted, and Tyreek Hill was my number three. Uh, tonight it was Stephon Diggs. Why? Uh, because I knew I could get Josh Allen later. <laughs> Good wide receiver. Uh, this year I wanted to go with starting with a running back, so Austin Eckler was probably the A-tier uh, person that was still on the draft board. Uh, uh, Christian McCaffrey. And why? Uh, I'm hoping he has a great year as a running back. Justin Jefferson. Why? Because I think Christian McCaffrey's going to get hurt. <laughs> How do you feel about winning this season? I would be very happy to win this season. <laughs> what do you think your chances are? My chances are 1 in 10. Uh, I don't know. I'll know after week one. <laughs> Better than some of the teams I see. Pretty good. I would love it. <laughs> Do you feel like you're in good shape for it? Your grade hasn't come in yet. You don't know. No idea. I haven't got my grade. <laughs> uh, my other two leagues, I feel pretty confident. Um, I'm, I have the first and second best team in both of those leagues. This one, it's a little dicey. This, only because I didn't like how I positioned myself 
early on in the draft. It's the only reason. This past season, I came so close to taking it all. But I did win the prize for most games won and most points earned, but ultimately I came in third. At the time of this recording, I'll be doing my draft later tonight, and I'm drafting in the fourth position on a snake draft. I feel good about my draft order. I usually get teased about my draft selections. Yes, I do need this many kickers, so we'll see how it all shakes out. I'll be sure to do a post on TikTok after the episode releases to let you know my draft grade. And I'd love to hear yours, too. So here's to being interested in teams other than my Bears for the next several weeks. Thanks so much for joining me today, and until next time, be safe, be kind, and stay curious. The Welcome to Wonderland podcast is copyrighted by Ami Bland and is part of Big Meat. This podcast was recorded in the podcast studio at GOT Sound Studio in Lexington, South Carolina. Any thoughts or opinions expressed as part of this production are those of the host unless otherwise indicated. Subscribe to this podcast wherever you use podcasts. Please follow, like, and share this podcast. Find us on Facebook at Welcome to Wonderland, the podcast on X, the app formerly known as Twitter, at Wonderland underscore pod. Check out behind-the-scenes moments and other videos on TikTok at Wonderland Pod. And finally, check out pictures, additional information, and go further down the rabbit hole on our website, www.wtwlpod.com. To submit corrections, additional information, or request for episodes, please email the host at welcometowonderlandthepod at gmail.com. Do those numbers even mean anything? The preceding podcast is a product of Big Media and copyright 2023, all rights reserved.